Hello, good human, and welcome or welcome back to the Sunshine Project podcast. My name is Chloe. I am your host, and I am so bloody chuffed because I imagine this is probably my first time in your ears for 2024, which means this is the second year of the Sunshine Project. I mean, it's also like the fourth month of the Sunshine Project, but let's focus on the second year stuff because that feels like a little milestone to me. Now, because it is that funny, muddly holiday season still, we are going to be opening up another sunshine snack pack today, which apparently I've committed to as a name. So there we go. And you and I are going to be talking through 24 truths for 2024. I'll try not to meander. I'll try not to dilly dally because I have said that these episodes are a little bit more bite-sized, but look, we'll see how we go. 24 Truths for 2024. Number one, this might be the best year of your life or the worst year of your life. It might be both. It might be neither. A lot of that is going to have to do with how deeply you're feeling things, what sort of support system you've got around you, and of course, what you're going through. I think it's probably best if we just wrap ourselves in, step into it all, and enjoy the ride. Number two, it's okay to ask for what you want. I need you to think about the last time that somebody asked you for something and you thought, oh my God, that is the most unreasonable request I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean, I don't know that I've ever thought that when somebody's asked me something and chances are if there's something you want and you ask for it, the person that you're asking isn't going to have that response either. Not to you, not to themselves. It's okay to ask for what you want. Number three, the world will wait for you. I mentioned dilly-dallying earlier and I'm trying to lean into taking things a little bit more slowly this year. If you're sick, the world will wait for you. If you're overwhelmed, the world will wait for you. If you just need a little bit more time, the world is going to wait for you, my love. No one expects you to be rushing around all of the time. No one expects you to be getting things done in a quarter of the time that you said you would. I think maybe it's time to sit back and listen to Vienna by Billy Joel or by Greta Ray, a beautiful version, and soak it in. Number four, a signature dish is a life hack. If you don't already have one, this year I want you to work out what your thing is in terms of food. Mine is focaccia. If I've got an event, I'm bringing focaccia. If I need to cook something to keep my hands busy, it's going to be a focaccia. Find one dish, learn how to make it really, really well, and not only will it take a lot of mental load off you throughout 2024 and all the years to come, it's going to taste delicious. Number five, a car pack is also a life hack. When I say a car pack, I'm talking about three things and you can add more if more is your vibe. But in your car, you want to be carrying some deodorant, you want to be carrying some chewing gum. And if you are a particularly hairy person, a particularly disorganized person and someone who gets rid of their hair, especially their facial hair, like me, you're going to want some kind of hair remover. 
a pack of those in your car and you're always going to smell good, you're always going to feel good and you're not going to have that, that moustache is very much on my face and I very much don't want it to be as I barrel into this meeting, wedding, event, whatever that you've probably gotten used to by now. Number six, sunshine and water are good for the flowers and they're good for you. This means two things. Firstly, if you struggle to grow plants, especially beautiful flowers outside, then make sure they've got enough sunshine, make sure they've got enough water. The soil will do the rest and honestly, if you're keeping those things up, then they're probably going to thrive. But the same thing goes for you, my love. If you are feeling flat, just add water, have a drink, have a shower, go for a swim in the ocean. If you're feeling really low, add a little bit of sunshine especially on your closed eyelids and your inner arms. Protect yourself, of course, but sunshine and water. Good for flowers, good for you. Number seven, looking nice is sometimes a little cheat to feeling nice. And what I mean by that isn't you need to look like you're going to a black tie gala or a red carpet ball every Tuesday afternoon. I just mean if you're feeling bad inside, Sometimes we can trick our cheeky little lizard brains. And one way I like to do that is putting on some makeup or putting on an item of clothing that makes me feel really like myself or that makes me feel like I'm glowing. Or when I was really flat in the middle of 2023, I went for a very long time in the same clothes without washing my hair, without doing my makeup, and I just don't think it helped. Everyone's comfortable with a different level of presentation when it comes to things like makeup or jewellery or clothing, but whatever you feel really beautiful in, whether you're a dude that loves brightly coloured shirts or a non-binary person who thrives with a little bit of glitter eyeshadow on the lids, give that a go first. Number eight, you deserve to live in a happy place physically. What I mean by that is you deserve to walk into your home and feel all kinds of snuggled up and loved and lived in and sometimes adding some artwork to the walls or some rugs to the floor or a bit of colour on the walls if that's something you're in a position to do is going to make coming home a nicer experience for you every day. If you haven't listened to the home episode, I highly recommend it. I'll do another one on renovation this coming year, but yeah. Your place deserves to feel like home, physically. Number nine, you deserve to live in a happy place emotionally. Every single person deserves to have somewhere to go that feels safe, that feels warm, that feels comfortable. Negative energy in your home might be normal to you, it might be normal to someone you love, but my love, it's not normal. You or they deserve so much better than that. Your brain cannot be in a constant state of fight or flight. You cannot be feeling adrenaline coursing through your veins when you're just trying to relax and refresh and settle. If you live in a place that feels like you're walking on eggshells, if you live in a place where the air buzzes with the static of anger or frustration or resentment, then maybe this is the year that you don't anymore. Number 10, hate following won't help. 
If there are people online you disagree with, if there are people on the internet who make you want to scream in frustration, I guarantee you that hate following them, hate checking their profiles, hate checking their accounts is not going to help. Furthermore, I've noticed a lot of anonymous accounts on the internet popping up just saying really awful things about all sorts of other people and that is a cancer, truly. Not just for the people who are being talked about, but for the people who are doing the talking. Your life is going to be so much happier and so much more peaceful if you just make sure that instead of doing those little checks, you do a block, you do an unfollow, you do a delete. Whether that's people that make you feel bad about the world, people that make you feel bad about yourself, people that make you feel like you're not good enough, because you are good enough and they don't need to matter to you. And in five years' time, you could still be checking their profile every day, or you could have basically forgotten who they are. And I know which one's a happier life. Number 11. It should always be you and your partner versus the problem, not you and your partner versus each other. Again, I go into more detail in this in the Happy Together episode of The Sunshine Project a few weeks back now, but it is always true. If you can learn that and live by it and you're with someone that you're supposed to be with, then this is going to be your best year yet. Number 12, if you don't mark boundaries, they basically don't exist. The most important step in making boundaries probably isn't making the boundaries in your head, although that can be really tricky too. And if you're at that point, then amazing, you've got this. The most important part is probably communicating them to other people. Because how do people know that they're crossing your boundaries if they're invisible? How do people know how to be reasonable if they don't know what reasonable looks like to you? Mark out those boundaries. Communicate them. Speak them. I hope that it's easier than it feels like it might be. And I hope that it helps. Number 13. You don't need that new bit of clothing. I know it's beautiful, but that is a cheap, cheap bit of dopamine. My sweet little pea. Before you buy something new for an event, I need you to think about what you've got in your wardrobe that you felt amazing in when you bought it. And I need you to consider whether you could maybe wear that item of clothing instead. If it's a no, is there something secondhand you could buy from Depop or an op shop? Could you make a bit of an adventure or a challenge out of it? You do not need that new dress that you're going to wear one time and then stash in the bottom of your wardrobe. Save your pennies, save your mental space, and yeah, wear something that you're going to feel really gorgeous in. Worst comes to worst, hire it, but you don't need that new bit of clothing. Number 14, a clear space means a clear mind. If you're feeling really overwhelmed at any point, I need you to take a look around you and assess whether your environment is overwhelmed as well. That might mean the inside of your car, it might mean your office, it might mean your studio, it might mean your bedroom or your kitchen. I feel like sometimes just clearing off a space, any space, even if all of it's a mess, just having one little sanctuary that feels clear and clean and open is going to help clear a little bit of space in your mind as well. But number 15 is that your home is allowed to be messy. It's not a display home. It's not a set in a television show. It's where you live. It is allowed to look lived in. It is allowed to feel lived in. And if anyone has a problem with that, then they don't need to come over. But truth be told, they probably don't have as much of a problem with it as it feels like they might. 
Number 16, nobody cares what you look like. Nobody cares what you're up to. Nobody cares what you're doing, especially at the beach. I know it feels like we're the main character in everyone else's story, but we are simply not. They don't care. They're not looking. They're not focusing on you. They're focusing on themselves. And if that is not the most freeing thing I ever realized, there is, of course, the caveat that some people care really deeply what other people are doing. Some people are obsessed with it. Some people are consumed by it. But you're not even a main character in that scenario. You're just one of 200 people that they're going to notice something slightly negative about that day. And if you're not focusing on that negative stuff, if you're not trying so hard to make sure that everything about you is perfect and unable to be criticized, then, you know, there's so much room there for you to be creative and glorious and beautiful and messy and wild and enjoy the feel of the ocean breeze or of the salt water on your skin. Number 17. Therapy appointments, having a shower and going for a run all sound way worse than they really are. All of those things probably make you want to roll your eyes and feel right down to your bones how tricky and annoying and inconvenient they are. But all three of those things, therapy, shower, run, are going to make you feel so much better for doing them. And if run is a bit much, that's okay. Just to walk, just moving your beautiful body. They sound bad. They feel good. Number 18, there's still time to fix things. If there's something that's crouched in a corner of your mind and it's dark and it's difficult and it's a problem with a relationship that you have with someone else and you want to fix that thing, there is still time to do it as of right now. There's time to make amends, there's time to apologize, there's time to hear them out, there's time to do what you've got to do to make that okay if that is something you want to do. If you feel that little crouched down problem spreading itself out and covering your mind in darkness, then it's maybe something you should really think about doing. Number 19, you don't have to fix things. You can, if you want to, see the last point, but it's not your responsibility. If there's a way that you can get past difficult relationships with people that involves you not apologizing because you feel like you don't have to apologize, that involves you not taking yet another one on the chin, that involves you not lying down yet again and pretending everything's okay, then that's okay too. You can fix things if you want to, but you do not have to. Work out what's going to poison you less and choose that one. Number 20, there's still time for everything. I know you are older than you've ever been. We've never been this age before. We've never had so much wisdom. We've never had so many years. But my God, we are going to look back when we are another 10 years older, 20 years older, 30 years older and marvel at how young we are right now. There's still time to have fun. There's still time to have adventures. There's still time to muck up. There's still time to choose a new career. There's still time to find your passion. There's still time to fall in love. There's still time for all of it. We have so much time, and I know sometimes it feels like we don't, but we do. Number 21, people's opinions aren't necessarily wrong. They're just different. This one can be a hard pill to swallow, especially when the sort of opinions that you hate hearing from other people are opinions that 
are hateful or unkind or unnecessary. People's opinions being awful and people's opinions being wrong are not the same thing. Obviously, if their opinions are hurting others, then that's a different kettle of fish entirely, but one thing I've come to realise in the last few years as we're in this place that is so chronically online is that not one person wakes up one day and thinks, I'm going to have this opinion that's completely different from this other opinion because I want to be different and I want to be cool and I want to be edgy and I want to be rough. No one wakes up and thinks, I'm going to have the wrong opinion and I'm going to believe it really deeply because that's just the sort of person I want to be. The way that we get to our opinions on things, the way that we get to our beliefs and we form what we think is made up of so many different layers. It's made up of our childhood. It's made up of the things that our parents thought. It's made up of us deconstructing the things that we grew up with that our parents thought that were spoken to us, muddling them all around and coming up with something new. It's made up from our travel or our lack of travel. It's made up from our education. There are so many ingredients in the mix and to simplify it into I am right and you are wrong is just missing so much nuance. And that doesn't mean that you have to believe what they believe. That doesn't mean you have to even accept their opinion as your own. It just means that you have to maybe sometimes stop, reflect, think, I didn't think about it that way and let their opinion be. We are much more likely to change people's perspective on things if we gently and casually educate them day by day about why we believe in the things we believe in. If we open up their worldview to the positive side of things the way that we see it, then we are by shaming them, by yelling them down, or by telling them that they're foolish or lack an education. Shame does not create meaningful change. Last year, at the last state election, I saw my great auntie outside of the polling place and I beelined straight up to the person who was representing the party that I vote for, told them, good job, love your work, and then stopped to talk to my auntie. She was representing a party that I do not vote for. And she stood there and she tried her very best to convince me last minute to throw away everything I think about politics and the world and society and my place in it so that I would vote for her party. And she wasn't mean-spirited about it. I think she knew it was a lost cause. But I was thinking about that afterwards and I thought, to her, my opinion's wrong. And I could sit her down and I could talk to her for four hours straight and I could beg and plead and tell her why I believe in what I believe in. And at the end, I could ask her if she now believes in it too. And she's not going to because her opinion and her beliefs are made up from a completely different lived experience than mine. And I think we've just got to learn to be okay with that. Number 22, if you sort out your pain points at home right now, this year will be easier. And what I mean by that is if there is something in your home you are always losing, maybe it's scissors, maybe it's bobby pins, maybe it's hair ties, then I want you to go out and purchase two to four of those items and keep them in a cupboard somewhere. Make sure you've got them. Make sure that little niggle of annoyance isn't going to get you day after day after day for the next 12 months. Maybe you hate that the towels are always on the floor. Okay, is there a better place to hang them than where they're being hung at the moment? Is there 
a space for a hook in your bedroom or your bathroom that will help. If you're always misplacing your keys, maybe it's time to get a little air tag. If you're always feeling really flat after 3pm, maybe it's time to work something into your days like a walk or a boogie or, I don't know, a little snack that's going to make you feel better about it all. Number 23, you don't have to have it all figured out. No one expects you to, no one else does. We are all straight up muddling through this. Every single person, I don't care how organised they are, I don't care how much it looks like they've got it together, they don't, we don't, and you don't have to have it all figured out. And number 24, it's not just going to be okay, it's going to be better than okay. When have you ever not got through it? When have you ever not learned something? Whether this is the best year or the worst year of your life, or it's both, or it's neither, there are going to be moments in this year that you are really glad to be alive. And I hope that you feel them, deeply and honestly. I hope you sit in them and I hope you soak them in and I hope that there's many of them too. I love you, good human. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for being here. I can't wait for our 2024 to unfold. This podcast was recorded and edited on Ghana land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.